Building a business is hard. Maintaining healthy relationships with those that you care about is hard. Staying fit and healthy in your body, your mind, and your emotions is hard. This podcast is about finding and sharing tools, strategies, and experiences that may help you to achieve and maintain moderate success in your life, whatever that means to you. There is a ton of content created by the billionaires, the ultra-successful athletes, and by people that are at a level that the vast majority of us will just never get to. And if you're anything like me, I'm totally okay with that. This is a place where we talk about how to build a great business, but not necessarily a massive one. A place to talk about how we build a life that is balanced and integrated, but not necessarily optimized to levels that are not realistic for most of us. In short, it's a place where we explore how to be moderately successful. The work will always remain yours, and for the most part, it's simple, but not easy. I want to challenge you to be more than just a passive listener. I want to challenge you to take whatever resonates with you from this episode and to teach it to somebody that you think will benefit from it, and to do so in the next 24 hours. This will embed the learnings for yourself, and you'll be helping someone else as well as the podcast. Lastly, please share this with whoever you think needs to have this in their lives. The more reach we can get, the more impact we can have. With that said, let's get into it. Good to be back, everybody. And today I wanted to speak about something that has really made a big impact in my life, specifically around getting a whole lot more done, but getting a whole lot more done in a way that is a lot less stressful. And it came from someone that I know and respect deeply, and it was almost just in a passing comment. And it's this concept of making things smaller. So just to sort of paint the picture of what I'm talking about here, I think what I'll use is I'll use something that I've spoken about a lot already, which is the weekly meeting agenda, which um, you know we've learned a lot from things like scaling up and uh, EOS traction and our own experience. And it kind of all centers around building up to have discussions that result in very meaningful and tight to-dos or actionables for the week ahead. And really often what I see happening with this, both in the teams that I've led or that I've consulted to, is that something will make its way onto the seven-day to-do list and it won't get done. And that's fine. It'll stay there for two weeks though, and then that's not fine. So nothing should really stay there for more than two weeks. And at that point, something very common happens, which is a very bad thing in my opinion. And that is that a new list is kind of just created or it just stays on there for more than two weeks. In other words, the approach is like, oh, well, I didn't get this thing done in two weeks. I still need to do it. It's still important. So I'm just going to leave it here. Or I'm just going to create this list, which is just like things that will take longer than two weeks to do. And I think this is a major mistake. But what's the solution? So for me, the solution has over a long time revealed itself. And that is that we can make it smaller. So what do I mean by this, right? So let's say, for example, the the to-do item is like make significant progress on this particular initiative with that particular company that we're working with. And when it was set, it wasn't really thought about and there's no ways that that's going to get done in a two-week period, but it's really, really important. So you can't kill it because if you take it off the list, that's not accurate either because it needs to be there. But what I've learned to do is to just make it smaller and it's kind of asking the question like, what is the smallest version of this thing that I could do in the next seven days to actually drive this thing forward. And it might be as simple as I have scheduled the meeting with the right person to talk about this thing. 
we don't generally think about things like that because we think that like scheduling a meeting is not actually achieving much. But often that's where we're blocked in this example is like just getting to talk to the right person. So don't focus on the big end result. Focus on the thing that you can do in the next very short amount of time to actually move the thing forward. It makes a massive difference. The temptation, as I say, is to either kill it and just take it off and say, oh, let's just take it off, but I'll do it on my own to-do list, which is not the right thing. Or it's to just create this never-ending list of things that need to get done, but kind of on a longer time frame. And I think you all know what I'm talking about here. I see it time and time again. So if we just stop and we go, okay, the big version of the thing, the epic or the story is never going to get done in one week. We just take it back and we go, what can we do in the next seven days that'll drive this thing forward? If we bring this down into sort of personal lives and habit creation or habit changing, which is really, I think, what's at the core of business success, family success, relationship success is building and maintaining strong behaviors, habits, and routines, because that's kind of what sets us up for success. So for me, it's about sleep. I've spoken about this before. It's sleep, meditation, exercise. We'll go a bit deeper another time, but for today, I'm just going to speak about sleep again. So to sort of apply this lens of making it smaller into getting better sleep, this is how I use it. So for most people to say, I need to just be more disciplined and sleep for eight hours a night, that's a very difficult thing to actually do because you're just leaning very heavily into just pure discipline and willpower. So how I would use the make it smaller concept here is I would do the similar sort of thing is I would say, okay, so I want to change my sleep habit. And I want to get down to sort of automatically having eight hours of sleep a night without really thinking about it too much. That's a difficult thing to do in and of itself. So I'll look at what is something that I can do with very low effort that is relatively automated that will help me get closer to this. So I've spoken about this before, but a great example here is for me, I identified what the biggest blocker was for me to getting eight hours of sleep a night. And it was at the end of my day, which ends at about 8 p.m., I would just sort of default to going into the lounge, turning on the TV and, and watching Netflix. And before I knew it, it would be, you know, whatever, 10 p.m., 11 p.m., whatever the case may be. And that's really what the main blocker was for me. So there was a very easy, very quick, very small thing that I could do. And that is buy a timer that turns the TV off, whether I like it or not, at the power source at a certain time. So very low effort, very low discipline, went to the hardware store, bought this thing, plugged it in, set the timer, and now every night at 8.45, my TV automatically switches off at the power source. And that massively increases the chances of me getting up from the couch and going to sleep because there's so much friction for me to sit there, unplug the plug, plug it back into the wall, turn it on, open Netflix, wait, like it's just, it's the friction is broken, which is great. I've seen my sleeping habits improve drastically since I did that little thing. So just to recap on that, had I said just be super disciplined and get eight hours of sleep a night, probably wouldn't have been massively successful. But by making it really small and going, what is something I can do now, today, tomorrow, the next seven days that is going to get me closer to that goal or to improve my environment to make it easier to maintain that goal? To drive this home further in another area, if you don't really care about the sleep thing, a lot of people want to get fit. Very few people that I know don't want to at least improve their fitness or their health. Maybe you're one of those people and that's totally fine. But almost everyone I know that's sort of within my world wants to either maintain or improve their fitness from a health perspective, from an energy perspective, from mental health perspective, whatever it might be. Again, if we, if we apply the sort of make it smaller thinking, it might be that you you want to get fitter, right? You might say, I just want to get fitter. Or you might say, I want to lose weight. Or you might say, I want to, whatever, get faster on a bike or faster on a 5K run or a half marathon or whatever the case may be. 
Again, these are big things that are not very tight and are quite difficult to do without having a huge amounts of discipline consistently day in, day out, week in, week out. So what is something you might do here? So again, thinking along the same lines, what you might do is instead of saying, I'm going to ride 150 kilometers this week, what you might commit to doing is quite simply, and this might sound a little bit ridiculous, but it really does work. What you might commit to doing is saying, I'm just going to make sure that my bike is completely and utterly ready to ride with my cleats, with my helmet, with my gloves, whatever it is that you need, right there with no friction at all. And actually, all I'm going to do is I'm going to commit to getting dressed into my bike gear and getting on my bike three times this week. That's all you're going to commit to. It's just getting on the bike, just starting. And again, you break the inertia. It seems much smaller. By the time you're actually dressed and on your bike, you might as well go for a ride whether it's 30 minutes or 45 minutes or an hour or three hours, whatever that means to you. But the mental difference between saying, I need to train 150 kilometers this week and saying, all I'm going to do is get into my bike gear, sit on my bike, and I'll take it from there. It's amazing what a difference this makes. A lot of the stuff is is spoken about in, in James Clear's Atomic Habits, which is probably the best book I've come across for this sort of stuff. But it really extends beyond just sort of habit creation. It also extends into the workplace where we're dealing with big projects that are stressful, that are insurmountable. And and we need to sort of flip into this mindset, in my opinion, of making it smaller and, as they say, eating the elephant one bite at a time rather than trying to eat the whole elephant. Another thing that I do, which is which is sort of related to this, is is the way that I plan my day. And, And this doesn't necessarily work for everybody, but it's a very similar sort of thing is when I think about my day and I go, Jesus, I have got so much stuff to do. There is no ways I can make meaningful progress on everything that I need to do today. I get quite overwhelmed. I get quite anxious. In other words, when I try to wing my day, I'm not particularly successful. And this has taken me a long time to not only observe, but actually admit, because for the longest time, I kind of identified as somebody that was able to multitask and able to wing it. And I don't need to plan stuff. And I can just, you know, fly by the seat of my pants. And that's just not true for the, for the vast majority of us, to be honest. Like, in my experience, strong planning, strong prioritization, saying no to more than what you're saying yes to, strong focus, almost always. In fact, I would say in my experience, every time leads to better results. You might not get more done, but you'll probably get better quality done and you'll certainly be less stressed doing it. So what am I talking about here in a practical sense? If you look at my calendar, most days you'll see a pretty ludicrous amount of detail on my calendar from the time that I wake up until the time that I go to sleep. What I mean by this is I will set big blocks of what I call focus time. And I, I work in 45-minute blocks of focus. It works for my brain. There's a very cool cool and popular technique called the Pomodoro technique, which I think works in 20 minutes on, five minutes off blocks. That's not enough for me to get into flow. For me, I've just found over the years that 45 minutes on, five minutes off works very well for me, but you'll figure out what works for you. So I will set very small versions of the big things, and I'll actually represent those decisions and those small things in my calendar. So what I mean by that is, firstly, I'll set up my day and I'll go focus time, focus time, focus time, focus time. And I'll try to get like realistically somewhere between like three to six hours of focus time a day. I'm quite lucky because of the time zone that I work in. A lot of my focus time happens in my morning where the rest of the people in my business that I work in are asleep because I'm in Australia and most of the other people are on GMT plus two or GMT plus or minus two or three or one around that time. So I'm not very interrupted during that time. By the time it gets to sort of late afternoon, 
then the rest of the people in the business are waking up and then it's really meeting time for me when I'm not very in flow and my brain is a bit tired. So it's not a good time for me doing focus work anyway. It's a better time for me to be having conversations and, and doing what I have to do. So I set these focus chunks on my calendar, right? So I might have one session of one hour, one session of three hours and one session of two hours, whatever. And I sort of break them up into 45 minute chunks within that. But I won't just say focus time. I'll actually put on my calendar what it is that I will be focusing on. And this is where the make it smaller thing comes into play. So for example, we're in the phase now where we're doing quarterly business reviews and quarterly planning. Quite a big task, requires a lot of thinking work. And typically what I would do is I would say like, okay, I need to get the QBR done or I need to get my OKRs done. And, you know, maybe, I don't know, maybe you guys are more productive than me and more disciplined, but uh, that didn't really work for me. It, it created anxiety. It was kind of too big. I got a bit flustered with like where I was starting and am I being most effective? So again, making it smaller for me would quite simply just be, I would say, okay, what do I need to do today? And I would simply say, spend one 45 minute chunk on planning or spend two 45 minute chunks on planning. And it does an amazing thing for me is that I now don't get stressed out about having to finish it or having to be amazing. All I do is I know that I've got to sit down and spend 45 minutes on this one thing. And actually what I find is I get into flow quicker and before I know it, I've hit my stride and I've actually done the thing that I set out to do, even though I didn't set out to finish it. I set out to just start and not only just start, but allow myself and sort of give myself permission to do nothing else in that chunk because the other stuff that I need to do will show itself on my calendar for the rest of the day. So by making it smaller and then allocating the time forward on the calendar, it allows me to say no to a whole lot of stuff which would otherwise be the shiny object or the squirrel that runs across my you know, my garden and I can't stop chasing it. It really allows me to focus, give me permission to say no to stuff. And almost every single time, if I'm able to follow this kind of discipline and structure, I have an incredibly productive day. Much, much, much more than if I just said, make progress on this thing or get this thing done. For my brain, this works a whole lot better. So today's a short episode. I really just wanted to share that because this is something that's been really, really helpful for me. And I I can't stress enough, like my nature is not to do this. My nature is to wing it. My nature is to go, yeah, you might need a plan, but I don't. And I've had to learn the hard way and really accept and get over myself that actually, no, having a very strong structure, having a place for everything that I'm going to do on my calendar by not trying to bite off too much and actually getting real about what the small thing is to move it forward has really made me able to achieve a hell of a lot more than I normally would. And I think more importantly, to do it in a frame of mind that is less anxiety inducing and less overwhelming. So I hope something was useful today and I will see you again soon. If you want to talk about working with me as a business improvement coach, please reach out either on mike at smbmastery.com.au or you can find me on LinkedIn. Please do share this podcast with whoever you think will get value from it. And if you have five minutes, please do give us a rating and review. They really do help with making the podcast visible. The link is in the show notes. Thanks for listening and I'll be back soon with the next episode.